0: I told you it was coming, I did. Hard ticket sales for live streamed events. We're gonna talk about that on today's episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast. The real, raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. I'm Steve Freeman. Welcome back to a new episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that I brought up on a live stream last week, which was I knew that companies were going to start going to hard ticketed live stream events. We're going to give you some details and talk about the importance of that in today's episode. Before we get started, don't forget, follow me everywhere on social media, at the Steve Freeman on all social media platforms. Join my inner circle. You can go to TheSteveFreeman.com, sign up for my email list. I don't sell your information to anybody, I promise. And uh, plus you'll get weekly tips, tricks and advice and stuff like that to help you be more successful in your business. Join my inner circle at Um Also, please leave a written review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave a written review just like this one. The podcast deserves a 10-star rating. I agree with all of the positive and spot-on reviews here. I encourage all visitors and listeners to drop a line or two. I haven't made it through all of the episodes yet, but we'll be listening to them all because of the golden nuggets this show leaves behind. Simply priceless. I give the podcast a 10-star rating. Thank you, Steve. That's from Eric Love. I appreciate it, Eric. Thank you so much. And if you would like to have your review featured on the podcast, don't forget, all you got to do is leave one. The podcast brought to you by ArtistDevelopmentAcademy.com, where you can get the information, access, and guidance you need from the most successful people in the business to help guide you to your success in your music career. Find out all the details that you need at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. All right. What I want to talk about today is something that we brought up and was discussed. It was actually a question that was posed to me on a live stream last week. And that was what do I think is going to happen with the touring industry as far as the music business is concerned with what's going on with the coronavirus and and people just being scared to death. Now we're we're seeing more and more and more states going to this imposed quarantine to make people practice social distancing because we have proven throughout this entire tragedy that people will not do it on their own. I mean, we were asked to do it and then thousands of people flocked to the beaches. And now we're starting to see the fallout and the repercussions of those poor decision making uh, people by going down there, because now they're going back to their homes and cases are spreading. Now, I'm not saying that is the only reason, but I'm, it's a big reason. And we're all faced with what's going on right now. And those of us that are trying to be responsible and do the best that we can are practicing social distancing. And throughout all of this, when it all started three weeks ago, I started on social media talking to all of you guys about how exactly important that live streaming can be. And if you aren't currently live streaming, that you need to be. And I even did a free, it was about a one and a half hour live stream um, on exactly the equipment that you need to do it from beginner all the way up to a professional or even a setup like mine that's extremely high quality. And if you would like to check that out, you can go to my, my website, thestevefreeman.com. And there's a button at the top. You can click that button and it will take you right there. And you can go watch this video because if you and it doesn't even have to be music business related, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. I promise you that if you will really take to heart and start thinking about live streaming and implementing it into your marketing strategy, which let's face it right now with what we're going through social media if it wasn't everything before it is everything now so live streaming needs to be a major part during that live stream event i was asked about hard ticket sales the concert industry the touring industry and what i thought was going to happen my my answer back to the question when i got it was that i think you're going to see what should start happening anyway even beyond when we get past this coronavirus pandemic is that artists should be live-streaming and selling tickets or admission to every single event that they hold. Every concert in every city, in every town, they should offer a stream to their fans. Well, lo and behold, out comes an article yesterday in Billboard magazine entitled, Live Streams Are Moving to Hard Ticket Sales to replace, uh, Replace Touring Revenue. There are companies involved like Side Door, Stage It, and Looped. Um, They are, quote unquote, stepping up to help artists monetize online performances. Now, as you can imagine, even though I agree 100% with live streaming and exactly what you should be doing and how great it is for your career, I have and I take a little bit of an issue with what these companies are doing. Now, there is a Canadian-based company called Side Door, and it was set to make its big launch this year uh, at South by Southwest, but of course, that was canceled in early March. What Side Door does is it matches artists with unconventional venues for live shows, uh, so they ha- would have an entire slate, and it would match the artist up with the venues and then offer the live stream. Um, Here's here's the problem that I have. The tickets through side door would range from five dollars to thirty five dollars. And well, let me let me let me rephrase that. Let me say this. Here's what I actually like about side door and what they're doing is even though the tickets are five dollars to thirty five dollars, the platform is not currently going to take any cut of the profits. Okay, so they are doing what they can to help artists. OK, and, and I've said I've said it many times. Every artist should be doing this. But I'm going to tell you in a little bit of why I'm not I'm not downing these companies, but you don't need them. Um, so through side door, five dollars to thirty five dollars. That means a lot of really good revenue for the artists. Um, I, I've made no bones about that. I, I've said every artist should be doing this and it, and it is the truth. You've got other companies like Stage It and Looped. Um, They've also stepped up, but but they're also some of them charging up to 20 percent of the ticket price. Let's talk about Looped. They had primarily served as a virtual like meeting up, kind of like Zoom. But it was more for the artists and fans until last week when the platform enabled those same artists to invite their super fans to ticketed live stream shows. Now via the app, that is the Looped app. Fans can log in and hang out in a virtual venue complete with merch links, fan questionnaires, and the ability to chat with other concert goers. Tickets typically range from $5 to $30 with Looped, and Looped takes 20% of the product, of the profits. Now I love that idea. Again, some of the, some of the benefits there. There are merch links. You can you can chat with other concert goers. It's it's like an immersive experience. OK, keep all this in mind. Some of you are listening right now and you're going, wow, that sounds amazing. That, I, I can't believe I've, I've never heard of that before. Just keep in mind that you thought that. Um, supposedly, some of these companies are, are going to be lowering the percentage that they take during what we're going through right now. Because I don't think I don't think that it is a good idea for a company to charge people, you know, to watch a live stream right now that that even artists. I don't I don't know necessarily that maybe now that we're, you know, two and a half, three weeks into this thing, maybe, you know, a five dollar thing wouldn't be bad to help continue to raise revenue for these artists that that are struggling. Um. My thing, I have to say this though. The, the, in the article, they talk about that, like, Stage It has worked with Bon Jovi and Common and Jason Mraz and Bonnie Raitt. Okay. Here's my, and I'm not trying to be anyway, okay, but follow me here. John Bon Jovi isn't hurting right now. Okay. Yes, they may have had to cancel some upcoming tour dates and things like that, but Bon Jovi's going to be fine. Common is going to be fine. Jason Mraz is going to be fine, as is Bonnie Raitt, and almost any artist that could hold one of these online live streamed concerts, they're going to be fine. I think it is more the artist's job, especially when you reach that level, like many of them are doing and and saying, you know, look, this is a rough time for everybody. People are stuck in their homes. They're not looking at this as an opportunity to make money. I've always talked about live streaming as a way for new and independent artists to grow and monetize their fan base. And yes, you can do that. But for the bigger artists, the major label artists, they are not having an issue financially through this. Is it impacting them? Sure. Are they going to make the, you know, 25, 30 million dollars they would have made on their tour this year? No, but they're okay. So I, I and I think it's the job of the artist to to do what creatives do best and fulfill the best role that they feel and that we feel in society. And that is to be a positive spot, to be something bright, to give you something to look forward to, 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 you know, I, and as much as I said, play the dancing monkey get up there and play the dancing monkey do your live stream live stream shows set all that up give your fans something because i i know that when all of this is over the artists that did provide value and leave the money making and revenue earning potential out of their decision making process through this virus pandemic those are going to be the artists that people remember those are going to be the artists that We'll spend twice as much to go see them next time. Or because they did all of this and provided all of this entertainment for free during this period, people might buy extra merch or they, they might go to a show somewhere else. They didn't go. They weren't planning on going before people. I, I want to believe this with all my heart that people by nature are good. And I think that we we have long memories and, and we remember things. And I think if most artists that would, again, let's be honest, the artists that could really make any money with this whatsoever are not hurting during this period. If you are an independent artist and you've got, you know, a thousand fans, 2,500 fans, let's say on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, go to 25,000. I don't care. If you put out there that you are going to do one of these stage it or looped live streams and you have a $10 ticket, 32 people are going to show up. You're going to make 320 bucks. One of the big problems that artists constantly have that I see just over and over and over is that artists constantly and and almost commonly overestimate the value of their fan base. It, It never ceases to amaze me. You have 50,000 fans on Facebook and you think that you are somehow getting to all of them and you aren't. If you have 50,000 and you did one of these events, less than 200 people are going to show up for it. Tim McGraw, on the other hand, let's just use Tim McGraw as an example. Let's say Tim McGraw has 2 million fans on Facebook. If he does it, probably 2,500 to 3,000 people are going to show up. Maybe. On the far reaching end of it, you could say that maybe 5% would show up. You know, 10% would be 200,000, 5% would be 100,000. I'm telling you, it's going to be closer to 1% to 3%. But the Tim McGraws of the world aren't hurting. Here's where I want to kind of transition this into. Remember a few minutes ago when I said, Remember how you were all thinking that the benefits I was talking about that some of these platforms provide were really cool. Did you realize that every single one of those benefits is available through YouTube? It's available through Facebook. It's available through every social media platform. Whether you're talking uh, YouTube, whether you're talking Facebook, whether you're talking Instagram or Twitter or any other live streaming platform that, that has the ability for you to go live, your viewers can interact with each other. Uh, You can place links in the comment section for people to buy merch or whatever else. There's no need to go through one of these companies. The only reason to go through a stage it or a looped or one of those is because they have the protocol in place and it's easy. Now, how many times have we talked about in this podcast or in YouTube videos or anything else? About my issue with independent artists always trying to find, or artists overall, business, you know, I'm not just going to hang it on them. Everybody, everybody, it seems like everybody has this issue with getting their hands dirty, rolling their sleeves up, and doing the work themselves. You would rather go with a company like that because it's easy and they've already got it in place rather than implementing and learning how to do this on your own and not having to pay the 20% to a company. Every single one of these features. That they talked about is available to you right now through any other live stream, especially through YouTube. You can set up a private live stream to where you can set up a page on your website to where if you do want to charge $5 or you want to charge $10, whatever it is that you want to charge, and there are many different things you could do. You could charge $5 for basic admission, and that gets you access to the live stream. You could charge $10 and hang out for 30 minutes after the, the concert live stream with people that wanted to like, get backstage passes and meet and greets and things like that. All of this is possible and it's very easy to do. You don't need these companies that are going to take a percentage of your revenue to be able to do that. But what it does take is a willingness for you to go, all right, I'm going to figure this out on my own. The important part here is that I continue to do what I need to do to engage my fan base. During this time, yes, I need to make money. You're not going to, everybody's not going to buy in. Everybody's not going to buy a ticket for something like this, but you can monetize it. You either look at it that way or you look at it like, I'm going to do as much as I can and I'm going to use this period to not try to make money, but grow my fan base. And this is something that a lot of you have a big misconception. You can never do both of those things simultaneously. It is very difficult to make money and grow your business at the same time. Very difficult. Especially during with what we're going through now. You, you're going to have to make a decision. What is that decision going to be? Are, are you trying to grow your business and grow your fan base, increase your, uh, increase your reach, engage your audience more, find a new and potential audience, or are you going to try to monetize the audience that you have? Now. If you're doing some of this properly and you are increasing your reach and growing your fan base, there is an opportunity to monetize that new growth. But I would bet that 99.9% of you have no idea how to do that effectively, mainly because you are counting on companies to do it for you. You're counting on the looped and the stageed. you You have no idea what you're really doing. And, and knowing how to monetize your fan base. I've talked about them many different ways until I'm blue in the face. And it's kind of funny. I, I watched, uh, I, I used to be, and it's not that I'm not a fan anymore. I just, I don't know. I think I've gotten the message. But I really appreciated what Gary Vee did for a couple of years. And one of the things that I always found fascinating about watching his keynote addresses at different companies and different events around the world is that he would get up there and he would talk for 30 45 minutes and he would really lay some profound information and numbers and and positivity and 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 you know just Gary Venus all over the room. And and most of the time right before he would close he would look out in the audience and he would go here's the thing I've given you the keys to the kingdom I've told you how to do this of you will never do what I'm telling you to do, yet you will show up at another conference and you'll ask me the same question again. And he said, no matter where I go, no matter how many millions of people that I reach, I keep preaching the same thing. And I have for 10 years, yet I keep getting asked the same questions because it's either you don't like the answer I'm giving you or you think it's too much work or you're not willing to do the work. I find that to be true. I I do not doubt for one second people's desire to be more successful. I don't doubt for an instant that you want to grow your fan base. I do, however, and I'm constantly given reasons as to why you think it's too hard or why you're not willing to put in the work or why you want to pay somebody else to do it for you. We've talked many times about success in anything is, is a, load, a road less traveled. It is not easy. It requires a lot of persistence, consistency, and a huge willingness to sacrifice. What we're going through right now is unlike anything that we've ever seen. Many people are struggling. They're trying to figure out what in the world they're going to do, where the next paycheck is going to come from. If you can't go play a gig or you can't go out, if you're a restaurant, you can't open. You're hoping that when all of this is over and that it's over very soon, that your customer base comes back. I've said for two and a half, three weeks now, I don't care what business you're in. You need to be live streaming. Start live streaming immediately. These companies, when you start seeing very large companies going head over heels into a certain, you need to follow that trend. And yes, you can go into business and you can get a staged account or a looped account or one of these others, but you don't have to. You you can set up a virtual tip jar for your live streams. YouTube allows you to do super chat. There are a lot of different ways for you to monetize live stream without giving up up to 20% of your revenue when doing that live stream. If you'd like to find this article, you can find it at billboard.com. And again, the title of the article is live streams are moving to hard tickets to replace lost touring revenue. I will also put a link in the show notes of this episode. Monetizing your live streams is important. I'm just saying that you do not have to have one of these companies to do it. I think it's so important. Look into it. And you know, one of the things that you can do, too, is you can go to these sites and you can see how they're doing it and then learn how to do it on your own. That's what we've been talking about. And that's really what I want to encourage all of you to do. Anytime you see somebody doing something that you think is cool, it's amazing, I love that, how does that, well, you know, how are they doing it? Go figure it out. Having the knowledge yourself is so much more valuable than relying on somebody else to do it for you. I want to follow up on a podcast episode that we had last week about uh, funding and relief through the new stimulus bill for musicians, songwriters, the self-employed. Many of those programs are starting today through the Small Business Administration. There are four different programs that you are going to be eligible for. There's the Paycheck Protection Program. This loan program provides loan forgiveness for retaining employees by temporarily expanding the traditional SBA loan program. This does apply to sole proprietors. Um, So if you have a lease somewhere, you have employees or even independent contractors. This covers utilities. This even means like if you have a home office, a home business. The second is the EIDL loan advance. This loan will provide up to $10,000 of economic relief to businesses that are currently experiencing temporary difficulties. Again, this applies all the way down to employees with less than 500 employees, sole proprietors, individual uh, LLCs. There's also the SBA Express Bridge Loan Program, which enables small businesses who currently have a small business relationship with an SBA Express lender. access up to $25,000 quickly. Then there's the SBA Debt Relief Program, and it is providing a financial reprieve to small businesses during the COVID-19 pandemic. You can find all of these options at sba.gov. Again, I will put a link in the description of uh, the the podcast episode show notes, sba.gov. Many of these are going to start funding today, and they are saying that they in many cases, it is same day. So you can apply for these through your bank that is an SBA partner, and you can get the funds in the same day. If you're in that boat, which many, 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 many of us are, if you are in that boat, take advantage. We talked the other day about it, and I was telling you, look, don't, this is not a prideful thing. This is helping provide for you and your family. Especially on the Paycheck Protection Program, if you can show that you're using the funds to either keep employees or putting towards your rent, utilities, things like that, they're going to be completely forgiven and paid by the government. It's like a grant. You don't even have to pay it back. If it's not and you still get the money, it's 1% interest. And then they even said that a lot of those are going to be forgiven by the government as well. So do your part. Uh, Be informed, get educated, know your options, and then go from there. Guys, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Steve Freeman Podcast. I I just love having you guys here. I know I put it out on social media. We broke the top 50 on Apple Podcasts for the music genre last week, and that is 100% thanks to you guys. I cannot thank you enough for what you're doing. I'm excited about what we're going to continue to do with the podcast, and I cannot possibly do it without you so it is good to have you here don't forget to rate and review the podcast on apple podcast and itunes leave us five stars leave a written review who knows we might feature your review in an upcoming episode follow me everywhere on social media at the steve freeman and on that note i am uploading a video to my youtube channel today to talk about some major changes that are that are coming that will affect the podcast, especially the video version of the podcast. So if you have not followed or subscribed to my YouTube channel, go to youtube.com forward slash the Steve Freeman. There's links in the show notes and check out the video that I'm going to put up later today. So do that for me. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, go visit artistdevelopmentacademy.com you want to know about these, these these tricks and the live streaming and monetizing your music and growing your career and writing better songs, we have online courses for all of it. And you can access our entire library just by becoming a member. And you can find out all the information you need to know at artistdevelopmentacademy.com. Guys, until the next episode, keep being creative, keep pressing the boundaries, and there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman.